Hey, everybody, coming up on today's podcast, it's the official SEMA Show 2021 wrap-up where we're going to be talking about everything that we experienced, everything that we saw, everything that we digested, and more. What else you got to add to that, Keith? That's it. That's okay. it, man. All right, so all the that's going to start... Shortest intro in the planet, but uh, possibly the most value-added return for your investment. Hey, to steal a line from our... The, the great David Letterman, hold on to your wigs and keys. traveled over the last 10 days <clears throat> tired you tired you're, you're sore you're a little sore uh yeah i'm 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 recovering uh you know i'm probably more tired from the return trip than all the hard work we did that week yeah, but you, that was just brutal yeah, How, how's your liver jay <laughs> it's fine actually uh being back here for a couple of days and, and kind of uh getting back to my normal routine of walking as if I wasn't walking enough. Wait, but, yeah, right, know. right. So so what are we talking about here? We just got back from the SEMA show 2021 in Las Vegas where we did, uh, I think I'm, I'm no exaggeration here, probably between 10 and 20 miles of walking each day. Oh, I would think I so, think, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And that was walking from our hotel over the MGM Grand, grabbing the first stop on the, which is the last stop if you're going south, it's the first stop, stop or... It's the or, uh, origination point, I should say. Easy for me to say after, you know, seven days of <laughs> Vegas. But, um, yeah, it, you know, that ride in, there's six stops before you get to the Las Vegas Convention Center. And then you get off. the. If you've been there, you know what we're talking about. It's a hoof over from the final station or the, the Vegas station in there. But there were some cool things that we saw. We're going to get into something that Tesla had to offer us while we were there, which was completely blew our minds it was awesome, and we're going to have a video coming out about that as well. Um, Keith is hard at work editing all of the videos that we have uh, in the can. Um, if you haven't been paying attention to our channel or been under some sort of rock or your head's in the sand, uh, we've probably put out, what, about 20 to 22 videos over the last yeah. seven days? I think so. Those are already out, and there's, as they would say at the uh, commercial breaks during the johnny carson tonight show there's still more to come holy cow man yeah we yeah. got tons of tons of great y coverage. if you guys want to ever know like i know everybody thinks hey i want to be a i want to be a youtube content creator i want to go do that um i think what most people don't realize is the tremendous amount of post-production work that goes on after right. you press the record button Recording is the easy part, right, Jay? Oh, it's nothing, man. Yeah, it's 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 all the it's it's like painting a car. You know, painting the car is really if you know what you're doing, it's the shortest part of the entire process. It is because it's the prep work, it's mm -hmm. the taping off, the sanding, yep. the body work. You know, all that stuff. Yeah, every bit of it is, and it's key to success. 
And that's something we would like to bring up to you guys is that if you don't think that the SEMA show, the automotive industry, is a big deal, um, our media channel over on YouTube, and you can get there, at, it's um, youtube.com forward slash parts counter gurus. Uh, we are up 232% uh, on viewership. Um, and I think we're, I think we set a record for sub- subscribers. So, for all of you who are subscribed and have subscribed, thank you, thank you so much because it's free to you, as I always tell you, but it's priceless to us. Those, it helps us keep doing what we are doing. It also helps us improve the content that we bring you by getting a bigger audience. So just keep that in mind. So if you haven't subscribed and you're listening to this podcast, please make sure you go over to youtube.com forward slash gurus, turn that subscribe button from red to gray, and click that bell so you are notified when any of these videos come out. And thank you very much. Yeah, thank you, everybody. Uh, yeah. We seriously mean it. Like, it's been a, it's been a great ride, and, and we appreciate all the love and support and, and followers and all of it, and that kind of makes it all worth it for mm-hmm. us. So, uh, I mean, d- don't get me wrong. I'd be taking free Bronco rides, even if you guys weren't subscribing, but... Uh, yeah, we'll it, get it into that. Me, it pushes me to, to be better. So yeah. I think uh, I think that's true for both of us. So, and yes, absolutely it does. Um, and speaking of going for a ride in a Bronco, we're going to go down the list of things that we experience, people we talk to, and, and uh, you know who you are if we talk to you. Thank you for being part of our... Our, um, our trip. We appreciate it. But I'd like to start off first, early in the podcast here, Keith, if you don't mind. Um, we had an opportunity to meet with our good friends over at AERA, Engine Builders Association. Um, so thank you to Jim, Steve, Chuck, Rob, uh, Dave, and Ron uh, for taking the time to talk to us. We shot a little uh, uh, video segment for them. You can go to AERA.org to see that. You can go to their uh, engine professional podcast to listen to their podcast you can it's on our channel too isn't it it's on our channel it's yeah so it's it's over on our youtube yeah so hey so yes what we can do we'll pardon the interruption jay um let's have a playlist created on our youtube channel for sema 2021 every video that we're putting out every video from the sema show will be in that playlist on our youtube channel just look for the playlist it's right there it's also at the end if you watch any of our SEMA videos, it, mm-hmm. it will be at the end of the video. There's a playlist for SEMA 2021. And you know what? This is the cool part. And then I'll shut up and let you get back to your thank yous. If you just go on YouTube and you search for SEMA 2021, there's a very good chance you're going to see us in one of the results. That is how successful that that is the success that we have enjoyed as a result of the work that we've done. So th- again, thank you. That's because of you guys. Thank you. Absolutely. For um, uh, giving us all those likes. So you were, so back to AERA, we yeah, shot so a video with them. We did. We shot a video with them kind of explaining what they do. Um, and I, I, I traded emails this morning uh, with Steve to try to get a little bit more info about an upcoming show. Um, these guys are, are very well traveled in that regard. Uh, their presence in the aftermarket uh, and the engine building community the machining community is very large so i asked steve if he would give me some information for the performance racing industry show that's going to be going on um december i think like uh, the 13th or something like that isn't that right 13th through 14th or 9 through 13 i don't know something like that i'll 
I'll look it up, and at the end of the show, we'll we'll give you a link to PRI and everything. It'll be plugged into the podcast link, so just make sure you check that out. But there is a very strong possibility that we will be there. Um, at what capacity this year, we don't know yet. We're gonna we're working on that. We're, we're getting our ducks in a row. So thank you, Steve, uh, for prodding us to try, try to get us out there. Um, he was very interested in knowing whether or not we were coming. And I do think it'll be fun. So let me give you guys some information. If you're going to Performance Racing Industry Show, if you haven't planned on it yet and you do make sure you stop by and see these guys and tell them the parts counter guru sent you um they will be in booth 5514 that is 5514 where you can see what aera has to offer for membership as well as sign up to join aera with a show discount Process Pro, which is AERA's own proprietary software with over 11,000 engines containing specifications, bulletins, casting numbers, and diagrams. Uh, they're going to be there available to demonstrate all that stuff. Um, if you're looking for uh, training in the uh, engine building industry, AERA offers an online training program where you can work at your own pace, taking an 18-chapter course with a year to take. Now, they'll be in Machinery Row which is a big deal. If you're a machine shop and you've been to PRI, you know exactly where that's at. That's a very well-positioned booth for them. That's, that is the, the heart and soul of that show. Um, so stop by there and see what they have to offer. Uh, they have an EREF engine giveaway, AERA Big Block Chevy engine giveaway. Uh, for this year's engine build project, EREF decided to go old school and build one of the performance market's all-time favorites, a Big Block Chevrolet. Um, and that's going to be happening. Okay, here you go. So the show is December 9th through 11th, guys. That's, uh, that is a uh, Thursday, Friday, and a Saturday. Um, but that is the drawing is Saturday, December 11th, uh, at 1 PM. And that is, uh, Eastern time, I think, or are they on central time. I can't remember. They used to not change the clocks there. I can't remember. But anyway, the tickets, uh, uh, you get, uh, 10 for 20 bucks and includes free shipping within the continental U S to transport the engine from Indiana convention center. And you do not need to be present to win. Um, you can order tickets online at uh, www.aera.org um, or just look for engine giveaway or call Karen at 815-526-7600 to order tickets on, by phone. And there's the Engine Professional VIP Party at PRI. Friday, December 10th, after the PRI show in room 236 uh, from 5 to 8 p.m., appetizers and all that good stuff. Just... Check with Karen at AERE at 888-326-2372, extension 200, or email her at karen at aera.org. Well, Just I'm, to I'm in get now. the information. Uh, dude, it's, we'll, we'll, if we're there, I'm certain that we'll be part of that. Um, so so thank, thank you, Steve, and everybody at AERA. We, we uh, wish you well at that show, and we are hoping that we will be there for you. So there you Google go. Google says it's Eastern time, so the show will be on right. Eastern Standard they Time. They used to not... Um, they used to not change or they did. I can't remember how it was, but it, yeah, it, was, it would be right. like, I would be like when they changed time, we would be on the same time when they didn't, they would be, but now they change though. So I think that's the case. So, right. Okay. So, um, now let's get into us. Let's talk about us, Keith. Um, and what we did, man, I was excited for you, uh, for a couple reasons, but, um, what, um, is there something I should know about that? Happened well, the that... Broncos, man, let's talk Broncos. Okay. There were no shortage of them. No. At the show. 
We have an upcoming we've video. Got an interesting, yeah, we've got an interesting segment on that coming out. I don't want to let the cat fully out of the bag yet. Jay, who's putting cats in bags? Um, but <laughs> I, uh, I do... There are I, some people that do that, and I, 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 it's bad. Don't don't put cats in bags, man. So um, we have, I think, possibly one of the most entertaining videos that we shot at SEMA that will be mm-hmm. out shortly, and it does have to do with the Bronco, and uh, it's a parody. And I think uh, if you just make sure you subscribe over on our YouTube channel, you'll, I, 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 I believe in my heart, you will enjoy it. Oh, you absolutely will. But let's talk about that. And, Ford and if not, like I always say, I don't really care if you watch. Just make sure you like and subscribe. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> so no shortage of Broncos. We've we, we gotten that out of the bag. Our first yeah. uh, press event, and we've talked about this on previous podcasts, our wrap-up of day one and day two and three. It, it's out there on our website. Go check it out, uh, com and hit the podcast link and you'll find it. But um, that first day, the, the the press events, we had Toyota, Lexus, and Ford. Um, Toyota was definitely just all in on TRD uh, off-road. Well, yeah, now they started the, the event and they focused again on the Supras and, and the Toyota 86. Uh, yeah, for like the, five minutes. The GR. Yeah, but, you know, it feels like they're just trying to split their time and cover everything and i get it they've invested in that platform they've got to sell cars okay uh Mm. and people were mildly entertained by it or interested in it and then the minute that uh they took a walk over to the other side of their their area uh Mm. it got it got super interesting everybody got excited the crowd got excited the media got excited because it got into overland stuff oh big time it was huge. I think the most impressive thing that I saw, and it, we covered it, I thought that, you know, even if you're not a, uh, let's just say you just have an old Tacoma, right? It, and it's not like super off-road ready and stuff. But if it is, you kind of get the best of both worlds with this thing. It's that TRD Sport trailer, which is basically the the, the uh, uh, bed of a Tacoma that is built into an uh, overlanding uh, rig. Uh, where you've got a uh, rooftop camper on the, the the racking system on top of the bed, it had uh, you had a camp kitchen built into it. It's a single axle uh, configuration, nothing, not a big deal, but it's just it's all decked out. Are they going to so, make that for sale? Or are they yeah. still trying to decide? No, that's a big deal, dude. That's a really big deal. I, okay. I don't think that they were testing the waters with it. I I think they were showing what they've been working on. And they, in my opinion, I think that they would be crazy not to do that. Well, look at, I mean, there were so many other Overland trailers. Now, understand when we, when, when we say Overland trailer, mm-hmm. what we really mean is this is not like a fold down or a pop up or mm. even to some extent like, you know, the Winnebago hike which yeah. is just a little bit higher of a lift. It's designed to go off-road. But your traditional RV towable, those do not sit up high. They, they're they usually longer. Mm-hmm. They're, they're lower to the ground. The ones we're talking about have enough ground clearance that you can pull them yeah. off the beaten path, off the pavement, onto BLM land, out into your own space where there aren't a lot of other people. Mm-hmm. And... To be able to do that, you've got to have that ground clearance. You've got to have the big oversized tires. Yeah. You know, that that's all part of their, their getup. Right. So, yeah. So, there were tons of other 
competitors, I guess, that were doing their right. own thing. Startups. Yeah, they were out there. Voorhees had. Uh, yeah. We did a video on those guys. But uh, Toyota, man. Toyota coming yeah. to the show with one. Yeah. Brand I mean, recognition. They they stated when they started that press event, you know, like you said, they were they were over on the the supers first, and then they came over and they're like, okay, now we're going to talk about the Overland commitment that we have right now and the commitment to the Toyota racing development brand and boy, did they come out swinging, man. I mean, with down to the Tacozilla, that new 2022 Tundra that was absolutely outfitted to the gills, man, with everything you could possibly imagine. And our good friend, Alan, uh, who is AKA the Pandra, um, who we didn't run into and I'm not real sure he made it. Uh, we reached out to him, but say, Hey, Alan, if you did, Sorry, we missed you. We looked for you. Uh, but you, I read some of your your Instagram posts, and you're absolutely right. Toyota nailed it. They killed it. So that that Toyota Tundra that they had on there, I'm going to go out and say it. It is the Pandra approved. He was liking that. It, was, it would be like something that he would build. And if you follow him over on Instagram, his Instagram handle is at the Pandra, the underscore Pandra. You'll find him. Um, and he has a lot of fun when he's going off road. So yeah, just, just killer stuff, man. I, I loved it. All these are videos that you can watch guys. Everything we're talking about, there's videos out there on this stuff. So make sure you hit them up. Um, what else? Well, just, let's just keep rolling. What do Let you me want ask to go you a question. Next? Um, sure. does it bother you at all? And, uh, this is, this is all of them. This is not just Toyota Ford, you know, all of them, everybody that did a press event. I think Lexus was guilty of this too. Their style is that they bring a corporate executive out, which makes sense because those are the people that are at the top in the organization and they know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, they are the leaders in many cases in those in those companies. And they're reading off a teleprompter, teleprompter at a media event. Mm-hmm. And it's fine. You know, it's kind of like, you know, watching like the president give a speech or whatever. But, right. But don't you sort of feel like it would be more entertaining if they kind of just freewheeled it. Like you get Leno out there and he's really not he's, paying attention. He's, yeah. He's, he's not reading a script. The most yeah. of the people out there, it's a, it's, it's well scripted, but you could tell that they're reading teleprompter. They're, they, there's teleprompters. It's going rehearsed. And, They've spent yeah, time and, on it. And that's okay. It's a presentation and it gets a lot of international coverage. Um, so I get it. It's well polished, but you know, for me, man, I, I, I just want to get down to the, to, to the reveal and let's talk. Let's talk nuts and bolts, man. Let's see what you have on the plate. And I was really kind of like, meh, on the Lexus press event. It wasn't that. I was not that impressed with it. Yeah, they didn't, I agree. They they didn't really the product they had there. They had already had a press event about what was sitting on the floor there, which was the LX. I think it was the GX. Was a GX six hundred? I, See, think, I, I yeah. get my I get my G's and L's mixed it's, up. But anyway, we've seen so much since then. It's and the reason why that was important. And there's a video that, that will be out on that as well. We haven't posted that one yet, but we got inside of it and took a look at it. The reason why that's kind of important to us is because I've been saying this. I think that that's actually going to be that's a little little um, you know look into the future of what the Land Cruiser may be for the U.S. I, I'm I'm yeah, just saying. I just feel like, you know, the platform, like like YouTube, for example, like the, clearly there is an appreciation for this style of kind of how to talk to the camera that's a, that's off script, so to speak. Now, there are some people on social media that do read from scripts and it's rehearsed. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. it was very rehearsed at all these you know it wasn't that they didn't do a good job on the delivery it's just that that style it, it kind of counters the current trend and on especially mm-hmm. like on youtube where you know when jay and i go out and shoot videos like we know what we want to say and we have a we have an idea of where we're going with it and to some extent we've rehearsed that a little bit but we also appreciate the value of having a real conversation in front of a lot in front of a rolling camera where mm-hmm. anything could happen and you just have Spon- to kind of be ready to go with it spontaneous um I, it's jazz improvisation you know right absolutely it's great because it can take you that's what I like about what we do. For example, the podcasting that we do. All of this is this is not scripted, guys. We have a couple of notes that we took down. These are what this is what we're going to talk about, and um, there's nothing rehearsed. You know, Keith could be in a great mood today or a bad mood today. It just depends. His humor can be uh, a little overwhelming, and uh, his humor can be like spot on. You know, hey, we you know we've all had good days and bad days. That's just the way it works. <laughs> no, nah, we're actually the best damn podcast out there. So make sure you subscribe to this thing. And that is over at uh, partscountyguru.com. I'm telling you, we are badass. Anyway, um, so, yeah, you know, um, so enough Alexis. We saw that. I mean, they just taunt, taunted a little few of the race cars. whoop de doo I mean, I, I just was really looking forward to the and, and good for them. Don't, don't get me wrong. That's some cool stuff. Um, but that's, you know, SEMA for me is more of what's, what's in the future of the, uh, of the aftermarket and accessorizing your rigs and those sorts of things and new vehicles come out and, and Overland releases. and Overland, and Overland, Overland. Overland. Ab- I mean, absolutely. Look, you had Nissan with, a uh, you know, the frontier tricked out for Overland. Two of they, them. They had the Proto Z. Well, then you had the, um, uh, the Pathfinder. Pathfinder, which, which was, was killer, man. Nismo off-road. Nismo yeah. off-road. Yes. Yes. Uh, all tricked out with like a camp k- kitchen in the back. And then Honda, which was kind of a shocker. We found yeah, Honda. They had, and they had their their booth was literally set up in a mock up of a campsite, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And just just basically throwing out the Trailsport brand. And they had a ridgeline and a passport. Um and they looked great. Uh they had the like you know, a little camp kitchen, racks on the back end, you know, the spare tires, um, you know, the, the, the spare tire racks and everything that kind of come out and, and uh, rooftop tents. And yeah, they were clearly going after the Overland crowd. Even I mean, GM, who Chevrolet had several boot, they had a lot of floor space. Yes, so whereas Ford had one big area and granted it was like prime, prime location. Oh great location and and gm went middle of the showroom floor in in the south hall Mm -hmm. and then they tried to get as close to the middle of the floor as they could in the west hall right and um you know their their model is a little bit different in how they present they don't do a press release they just give out t-shirts uh right so (laughs) yeah yeah that's it they get we didn't get their t-shirt but we Slid over to the yeah, Hummer. Yeah, well, that was still a GM. So they had the Hummer right. EV, which even the Hummer EV, they had an Overland setup with a rooftop tent. So again, you know, they recognized the 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 trend there. Mm-hmm. And I mean, they had three Hummer EVs for us to look at. Uh, did you see? I didn't see any Corvettes in their in their booth. Did you? Do you remember? Not seeing in any their Corvettes? booth. No, but there were Corvettes everywhere. There were but Corvettes they were there, but not official GM. Well, you want to know why? Sure. The feeling's gone. <laughs> the feeling's gone, baby. Yeah. I mean, seriously, that that ship has come and sailed. In 2019, that was a big deal for them, and they had a bunch of bunch of the Corvettes out there, um, kind of you know 
And then even after that, we found out about the uh, Corvette Museum show that was going on, which you actually went up and and took took part in. And there's a great video. Um, but we, it was forever before I actually saw one out on the highway. And then they kind of started rolling in. You know. Yeah. But. So there, uh, yeah. So along the lines of things that were missing at SEMA, so a couple key things: uh, no international travel. Ironically, they missed it by about a week. So ah, all of your bad. exhibitors that would typically be there in, from international, a lot of stuff made in China, a mm-hmm. lot of it even for the for the major manufacturers, and those manufacturers the, from the Chinese manufacturers had no very very little, if any, audience at the show because right. international travel was restricted. Mm-hmm. Um, and but that was okay. I mean, it was still actually the turnout for the show was way better than we thought it was going to be. Apex um, was not so good. Apex was not so good. Something that else that was missing. I've got two or three things on my list here. Of course, were the donuts in the media room. Uh, right. You know, just a little side note here, man. If you're going to tell the media that you're going to feed them and there's going to be breakfast in the morning, it's best to have enough food there that you're not out by 8 30 every day i mean that's right it's vegas right you know there's people staying out late there's guys like us who are up posting videos until 1 2 a.m in the morning trying to get content out we're maybe burning, not rolling in at 7 30 right burning fumes when we walk in the door to start all over again so we're covering your show and yes it would be it we would were have looking been nice just a, just a donut man you know we, yeah. we appreciate the coffee the coffee was great. The accommodations were great in there. Um, we had lock. We had, were able to use the lockers, and and the Wi-Fi wasn't terrible. Um, it was it was pretty good to get some work done while we were there. We had. I will say this, from someone who is in media, uh, the interference in that building when you're trying to go live. live we couldn't feed, live stream. We couldn't because of um, it. rare yeah. exceptions. So there needs to be some attention to detail paid to that because for us as media covering your show, it would be much appreciated if we had some good signal to work with. You know, outside of the building, we didn't really have that much of an issue because we did live stream the first night we were there. Right. Which was at the um, the, the media event out front where Chip Foose was and, you know, he was showing all of his, you know, he brought his truck in and stuff like that. And we have that, that videos out there. So go check it out. Some of it right. has to do with the amount of people on the cellular network all right. concentrated in that right in that convention center hall yep. or halls. And Keith and I are so particular about the product that we give you, um, our audience, that we did try it one more time using a cell phone. And it worked out okay. It wasn't terrible. But we would rather not do a live um, show for the sake of it being a quality content for you, and so we just decided to uh, just record everything on a device and and um, you know our, our cam our cameras and and GoPros and everything, and then we just that's why we were up to two or three well, in the morning trying to get this stuff out. Jay, to you know, and not not us. I'm, like this is not specifically us. I'll just say all media, considering what you're doing there, right? You're walking between 10 and 20 miles a day. You've got between probably 10 and 20 pounds of camera gear and laptop gear and all that strapped to your back. Uh, Then you're, you know, literally grabbing meals on the run. And then you're, you know, getting back to your room or whatever. 
you're working for a couple hours to get the content out and then you're, you know, grabbing a meal and then you're coming back and doing the same thing. And, you know, is there anybody that works as hard as the media at these shows? No. Yeah. I don't I mean, think so. I mean, I've it's been fun, but it's I've hard a, work. Right. I've been an exhibitor. And yes, I've had to stand in a booth for, you know, eight, 10 hours a day and then right. go and entertain your, your customers or guests. I get that, but yeah, I mean, physically, physically, it's it's a it's hard, a workout. It's it's a workout, and there's a reason why Keith and I exercise daily and try to stay healthy because otherwise we we would we couldn't make it. I mean, I think that I, I'm really impressed with with you and myself, considering some of the things that you've been through over the last year with COVID and everything. How your progression to getting healthier has has come, which by the way. Um, that was an interesting thing where Apex required uh, proof of vaccination, and and the city of Las Vegas requires you wear masks while you're inside, or you know. But once you sit down to eat and everything, you're of course you could take your mask off sitting at the tables and stuff. But what was funny was is that SEMA no requirement of proof of vaccination. You just had to wear a mask inside, and for the most part, I think. Uh, there was a lot of compliance and, and, and look, and I don't, it, it doesn't bother me. I'm not, I'm not calling anybody out. I'm just saying what I observed that there were some people that were wearing them on their chins and, and there were some people that just weren't wearing yeah, them at all. My you know? big issue. And you know, this is not a political statement. This is just no. me observing. Right. It's like, okay, well, whatever your stance is, whatever that is. Okay. It could be no mask. It could be full mask. It could be, you know, the way the airlines are doing it, where it's like, look, if you we're going to turn this plane around or the way Disney world does it, if you don't comply, whatever it is, whatever it is, just be consistent. Cause the minute that you don't be that you're not consistent, it doesn't bode well for those of us trying to do what you ask us to do when we look around and go, well, that guy's not doing it. Why should I? You know, we're right. out here trying to like film some footage and I'm going to take my mask off for a minute. And that guy's been wearing a chin warmer for three hours. I mean, I just just pick one. Just pick one and go with it. OK, right. Absolutely. I think and that's I think what fires so many people up is there's there's just yeah. Yeah. massive inconsistency. Yeah. Again, again, Keith, Keith, thank you for saying that. We're not trying to make this a political thing. We're just saying we observe. Here's what we observed. And I am of the the opinion, just as Keith is, that we just do what we have to do to do do our job. And we you could have you could have said uh, you got to sit on the thing and and watch somebody throw a ball at a target and you drop in the bucket to get in. I would have done it. Yeah. You know, just pick one. Just but because, the minute that I see a guy go past that booth and he's not wet, well, now I'm like, well, come on, that's you know exactly, man. So you know. We're just there to give you give you the coverage, and, and we did. And we're again, we're very so, uh, thankful for for the opportunity to do that. On, so, while we're while we're dipping our toes in the pool of controversy, I'm going to just go ahead and go one <laughs> other place. So here's something else that was missing during the show, and I feel like this is the this is the beauty of a podcast. You can go a little bit more long form. You can get into some things that maybe you wouldn't be able to get into on the YouTube side. Uh, I, as as a journalist. As a media person, just reporting facts here, okay? This is not That's opinion. It. This is not an editorial. This is not an opinion segment. I just want everybody to remember the things that I'm about to say I present to you factually and without opinion, okay? Now, I know a big draw at these shows historically has been, has always been, the models in the booths, yep. okay? You knew I was going with this, didn't you? I knew exactly where and, you were going with it. And 
whether you agree with that or don't, and I understand there's people that think it's objectifying women. There's there's people that love it. You know, th there there is a reason why automotive calendars in mechanic shops have featured models and swimsuit models for years and years and years. If it didn't mm -hmm. sell, they wouldn't do it. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, SEMA well, is no exception. A, look, there, there's a reason why Sports Illustrated has their swimsuit right. edition. I mean, come on. So, it's just so what it is. Historically, they have a lot of these companies have always hired um, models to come in and be at the booth and take pictures and press the flesh and all that. And, you know, to varying degrees, you know, it was almost a how 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 classy or lack of class are you willing to go with this? You know, Lexus did have some girls dressed up in like business suits that it could tell were models. Look, 99% of them, Keith, no matter how much, how revealing their, their yeah. outfits are, are very classy and 99.9% .9 are, are very tasteful. So let's just put that out there. There were, there were two booths that I counted this year in all of the different, so you had the, the North hall, the South hall and the central hall. Right. And this is excluding apex. Right. Uh, I counted two different booths that had models, right? Two total. Yeah, yeah, and I'm not even sure I saw them unless you pointed them out to me. I'm and serious. I was. Yeah. So, so I kind of got to wonder, like, was it a budget thing? Was it a we're dialing this back because it doesn't always go over well? But it's SEMA, man. I mean, this is where everything is over the top, right? Right. Uh, right. I, I think that the feet were back. Toes were in the toes were in the pool. I think this year, and I think you may have hit the head of the nail, Keith. It's a, I think it's a budgetary thing because there were models in other areas of the city that were out there. You saw that. Um, no, I didn't. Specific. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Walking up and down that wasn't, the streets. That was somebody else, man. That wasn't me. Yeah, yeah. Who oh, who were you hanging around with where, while I wasn't around? Where was around? I at? Where was I at, man? Did I, did I miss something? What are you something? doing, man? My wife listens. No, she doesn't. Actually, go ahead. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but... Um, yeah, I mean, I, I do think it's a budgetary thing. I, I, I we saw that in a lot of a lot of there was there was a lot less swag get, being given away. Yeah. Given away. Um, you you would see a lot of like in some of the booths you would have coffee. They, some of them would have coffee machines way back when, and you, you've got you can come over and have a cup of coffee and talk to them and candy and just all these giveaways. But not this go around. Not this go around. There's not a not a ton. So I think that's you're right. I think it's a budgetary thing. So look, I think where Keith is going with this, we want to know. We, we, if you're listening to this podcast and you know somebody that is, uh, you know, uh, you know, works for a modeling agency that gets hired out for these shows and stuff, can you reach out to us and contact us at uh, parsekindofguru.com and leave us a comment and let us know what you know about that? Or um, if you're think, a vendor that has used them in the past and you're yeah, not anymore. What's, Right. Why? Why is it something that yep. COVID has created where there's no more models? Well, uh, I'm going to be honest with you. You know, from a personal standpoint, the thumbnails that we put on our videos when we're at these booths, I just have a feeling that they would actually. It's not a feeling. It's a. It, it's a known fact. Again, I'm just reporting facts here. We get more click-throughs when it's when it's a model in a booth than when it's my face on that thumbnail. I mean, yeah. just just the facts here. Okay? It is what it is. Yeah. yeah. It, it is what it is. That's, that's a good point. So, yeah, make sure you hit that um, uh, that website, parskindaguru.com. So Hummer EV. So back to back to Hummer EV. Yeah. Massively Hummer EV. huge. As we were walking through, 
Led Zeppelin was playing loud, man. That that's their, you know, that's like one of the, you know, Cadillac was like one of the first automakers to use Led Zeppelin music in their in their ads, and then now the Hummer EV, uh, GMC Hummer EV was using Led right, Zeppelin that right. same song. Um, so uh, I don't know how much money uh, Zeppelin's being paid for that, but good for you, man. Great, great band. They they. Uh, <laughs> That's a great song too, by the way. But uh, anyway, um, let's yeah, say I, you're let's say you're Jimmy Page, okay? Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you got you got more money than God at this point, right? Would you not be like, okay, here are my terms. I want one of those Hummer EVs. I want it months before everyone else. I want it delivered to my front door, or you can't use my music. Would, would that not be an acceptable? I, and to keep for keeps, not not yeah. as a loner. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think I don't know if Pagey Pagey drives. And hey, if you don't anymore, like man. it, well, that's all right. You get a chauffeur. But uh, if you don't like it, uh, Randy Newman's the next uh, number on your Rolodex. Good luck. You know. Yeah, absolutely. You oh, you short, know what? I want short to... people got no no. Yeah. Well, okay. Go ahead. <laughs> while we're on the subject of of artists and musicians, man, I will tell you what, we we didn't have the time to do it. But here's what was going on on Saturday night. This is no lie. We had the Rolling Stones over at Allegiant Stadium. You had Sammy Hager and the Wabos playing at uh, the Strat because he has a residency there right mm-hmm. now. And then Blackberry Smoke, which is an awesome band out of Atlanta. Um, if you like the Allman Brothers um, and just good old outlaw country stuff like that, I mean, they're they're more Southern rock than they are country, in my opinion. But they were playing uh, over at Virgin Hotels. That was a great band. And there were many other ones going on, but we sat on a bar. And uh, professional bull, bull Rider, PBR. Profes- PBR was going on. Sting residency at Sting, the, uh, yes. at the uh, Caesars. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, crazy. it was, yeah. I mean, if you don't think Vegas is back open, and my understanding is it won't be long, they're pulling the mask off too. And the, the mask mandates are going to start dropping, is, is what I heard. I, I, and I think that in Indianapolis, for the PRI show, there may not be a mask mandate during that show. I don't know. Regardless, I'll do whatever I have to do to get in there, but we'll see you there. But, yeah, we had, we had a good time um, after, sh- after the show one night. Um, there's a little hotel there. A little bar called the Nomad. Um, oh, damn it! I've let the cat out of the bag, dude. This is exactly why I don't tell people where I RV. Because now God. this is this is what now you've done it. Now I've we're gonna it. there's I've gonna be a line. It. Okay, just so it's can called you edit the library, <laughs> and it's actually set inside a. Um, it's a library. It's a two story. It's got the whole ladder that you can roll around, mm-hmm. you know. And Jay and I, they have a restaurant on the one side. We ate there one night, and uh, and uh, Jay's sitting with his back to the bookshelf, and he's like, "These aren't real books." And he, I'm like, "Yeah, they are." He pull one out. He pulls it out, and it's like, you know, it's legit. Like I don't <laughs> remember legit. what it was, but it was like some classical novel or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So then on the other side of the hall, food was good, by the way. And then uh, on the other side of the hall, they have a similar setup, but it's a piano bar. Yeah. And, and you know, Jay's over there throwing, like, Pearl Jam and, like, 
Not, Nirvana, not, uh, Alice in Chains, yeah, and which, Chains, which, 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 which by the off. way, he pulled it off. Which he did. He did. He played. I've never heard Man knew, in the Box on I knew piano. That guy, man, we but, came in the second night. He's like, oh, God, you guys again. Please no more yeah, of the Stone Temple but, Pilots. Yeah, but when you're <laughs> dropping 20s in the tip jar, yeah. he's going to play. And he did. He did and, a great job. And of course, so. I'm like, uh, you know, Elton John. Howard Jones, like just throwing him soft to- softball tosses, right? And he actually yeah, right. did a better job on your. Uh, I think he did a better job on. Even flow, man. He played even flow for Pearl sure. Jam the great. Pearl Jam than he did on the Howard Jones. He did fine oh, yeah. on the Howard Jones, but he did better on the Pearl Jam. Yeah, I thought he did an incredible version of Man in the Box. I just didn't hear that. I could not have imagined how would how could you arrange it to play it on piano to make it work? And he nailed it. The absolute, we need I, more piano opinion. bars. Would you agree? We do. We do. You know, I have that filmed. Um, we'll put it out there somewhere. We'll put, we'll, you just need to put that on social media. I Follow did. us on social I'll, media and you'll get I'll your... Put, yeah, I will I will put it out there um, on our Parts Kind of Gurus, uh, which is it's forward slash face, it's facebook.com forward slash Parts Kind of Gurus. I'll put it out there. And I'll probably put it on Instagram too, and that's uh, at the Parts Kind of Gurus. All right. So, so uh, I got to... This is gonna this is this is gonna be a section where I talk a little bit about certain people's lack of humanity, okay? <laughs> and it has to do with lowriders. Oh boy. Okay, so oh one boy. of the challenges that you have in these large shows, and and I get it, is you know if you've not done any camera work or. Um, video work i wouldn't expect you to know this it's not something it's not really fair of us to say you need to know but i think there is a certain level of human decency that goes hey when you see someone with a camera pointed at someone else holding a microphone and they're standing seven feet apart please don't walk between them is that you like just ruin the, the incl- complete shot now bonus if you see a clear interview going on where there's one person holding a microphone at another person talking to the microphone while pointing at his product while a third person has a camera pointed at the two of them and the product. Please don't jump in the middle. It will be over in 30 seconds. Go around. Right. But yet, we got some jokers with their iPhones that feel like they need to cut in the middle of the shot, walk up to the table, get their 30 seconds of footage, and... uh, we were pretty rubbed by a couple of these people's indecency. Hey. Hey, Dave. Dave. Dave's not here, man. No, no, man. It's me. It's me, Dave. It's no. me, Dave, man. No, man. Dave went out. Dave's out. Dave's not here, no. man. Dave's not here. <laughs> no, man. It's me, Dave. I've got the stuff, man. What? It's me, Dave. I got the stuff, man. Dave? Yeah, Dave's not here. He went out. <laughs> yes. So here's what we're talking about. So there is this cool um, RC, remote control car, hobby hobby company called Red Cat, and they have come up with lowriders. Uh, it's really the only production lowrider product out there that's commercially available. There's, In other words, it's not a one-off. That's That's what they're telling us. Um, and they're cool. You can do all kinds of the cool hop-up lowrider stuff. Um, of course, Jay's reference there is to Cheech and Chong. Uh, what is it? Up in Smoke is the Up in the, Smoke, man, with the lowrider. They had one right there in front of us. That's what caught my eye whenever they, whenever it's we a, first. It's a recreation down to every. They said every screw screw hole matches up of that car from the movie, 
and uh, you can buy it. And you yeah. can buy those cars, and you can go watch our video segment for more information. But these you are lowrider, yeah, they're lowrider hoppers, man. They physically yeah. have the yes. hydraulics on them. It's they cool. are working, man. Yeah, and uh, you will see a guest appearance by who we chose to make Tommy Chong. Is one of these yeah. clowns that cut in between us. So Dave wasn't here; he was there. Yeah, there you go. That's why Dave was not here; he was there. And you will see that. Uh, that was so. We 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 tried our best to salvage the video. Thank you, Keith, for your your videography genius <laughs> and editing to make that one work. I think it came out great. Um, would like to give some love to the guy who designed those, and he's known as RC Patina Guy, and you can follow him on Facebook. That's the only location that you will find him. Um, but he. He is a big deal in the um, RC cars out there in design. Um, he builds them. He custom builds them for people. But this is one of his designs. And um, Red Cat Racing uh, really hit it out of the park with that That's thing. That's the I, manufacturer. Yep. Yeah, I, I enjoyed that segment, man. I enjoyed just sitting there. And the guys were great, man. Who, who gets a job like that? Who gets to be able to sit there and demo Oh, you could RC. tell when we asked him that, and they all just lit up. It was like, this is the best gig ever, right? We just oh, literally, know, all day, we're just sitting here hopping cars up and down. So thanks uh, to Jay over at Red Cat Racing. Thank you for, yeah. for that. We had, a, we had a blast with that. Uh, so. and, and interesting stuff out of the folks at WD-40. If you own a bicycle, not a motorcycle, a bicycle, mm -hmm. you need to yep. go watch that video. I think you will be pleasantly surprised at some of the offerings that they have recently developed. Yeah, they were really cool about that, man. Yep. I thought their display was amazing. Um, yeah. But it, it put out there, and as Keith said, this ain't your dad's WD-40. Because um, it really isn't. Um, what they're offering now, the the, the numerous... That WD-40 bike, uh, the lube, They've the got two or lube, three different versions of it. Yeah, yeah, they really do. It's a big deal, man. Um, yeah, well, so nobody's sure you... buying e-bikes. Nobody rides bicycles, right? <laughs> no, I mean, nobody. I don't know what they were thinking. You're like, that's a right. horrible idea, right? Yeah, I mean, they're not just a penetrant uh, company anymore, a lubricant anymore. They're yeah. they do you know yeah. when you got cleaners and stuff out there, they're the real deal. And yeah. thank you again for the folks over at WD40 who were at SEMA. You you really brought us, let us into your booth, and gave us an opportunity to, to share your your products. So All right, so you. this is a little bit of a of a pat on the back here. Um, couple months ago, I think it was early August, um, we on this program did a segment on a Ford electric crate motor, which Ford calls the Illuminator. I think it's uh -uh. E-L. Right. Uh, it's, what is it? E-L-U. E-L-U. Uh, so they spell it. It's Illuminator, Illuminator, but instead of an I, it starts with an E, right? Right. Okay. Yep. And um, Not Eliminator, Illuminator. Right. Get it? Illuminate. Right? Like electric. Right. Illumination. Uh, okay. So, um, Dave's not here, man. We reported on that <laughs> in early August, like early August. And we yeah. told you guys you can buy this right now online through Ford. I believe they sold out last week. Ford brings one to the SEMA show, drops it on a pedestal, puts it in the middle of their display for, and they do an F100 truck restoration. 1978. Yep, where they dropped this thing in, you know, replaced the engine, took the engine out, made it electric, put a bat, put battery packs in it. Beautiful truck. Interior is um, a Mach-E interior. They took the Mach-E interior and basically replicated it inside the cab of this F-100. And so thank you to Ford for 
allowing us to get traction on something that we told everyone about two months ago. See, th- guys, this is really where's why Bert? you need to subscribe because where, where's Bert? Because we are we are months ahead of the rest of the media industry. Where, I hate to say I told you so. So there you go. Again, we got to it early, and then they showed up with it. We told you it was coming. Bert told you it was coming. You you literally heard it here first. If you don't believe me, go back and listen. Go back and check it out. $3,900 crate mortar mm-hmm. that you can drop in anything. And, of course, you got clowns out there saying, Oh, but the batteries are going to be 30 grand. Nah. Wrong answer. They're not. The batteries aren't 30 grand. Well, if you want, you know, three sets of them. Well, sure. if you want a 3,000-mile range. You know, right. But maybe. you put this in perspective. You got You got somebody out there saying, you know, it's going to be X number of dollars. To, to restore this vehicle with the, when you're electrifying. I'd rather just have a gas engine. Well, okay. I know a lot of people who have restored, say, you know, 69 Camaros. And when you saw the bill of what they had to pay for to get it restored the way they wanted it, uh, we're talking probably a hundred grand. Well, and think so, about this, okay? Take that 69 Camaro. That's a great yeah. example. It's a great car. Yeah, yep. Drops, drop a couple of these in it. Don't yeah. tell anybody. Take mm-hmm. it out on a Friday night. I mean, it's the giveaway is going to be when it pulls up and they don't hear the engine running, right? Right. But right. Don't tell anybody what's under the hood. Do mm-hmm. one of the note, no tell, right? Like, what do they call that when you don't, you don't look under, you're not allowed to look under the hood, right? Okay. And let's just let's just quarter mile. You want a quarter mile? Let's quarter mile. Right. Right. Yep. Yep. Who's next? That's right. Pretty amazing. That stuff. thing is instant mm-hmm. torque. Yep. It is. And you want to it's go big, fast in a resto, that's the way to do it. Absolutely. And it's it's less less maintenance and upkeep on it. If yeah. you if you want to truly restore your vehicle because they're cool to ride in and drive and everything. You know, I get it. We we all like to tinker and maintain and that sort of stuff, but you know, sometimes, dude, I like to just get in something and be able to know that it's going to go. And I don't have to, you know, because the battery, you know, died or 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 I got a, a leak leaking oil filter or um, the ignition coil is shot or we got a we got a plug misfiring, you know, a cylinder misfiring because the plug is bad or a wire cracked. <sighs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's I just, mean, Leno said it best. Like nobody's asking you to get rid of your beloved internal combustion engines. No. I'm a huge fan of those too. This turns that F100 into a daily driver. It really does. He says He says this. He says, you can daily drive this, and then you can drive your gas car on the weekends. That helps the environment, and that's what they're, you know, that's what this whole and, electrification you know, movement is all Keith about. If you're Keith Urban, anyway. and you got that 69 Mustang that his wife, Nicole, had restored for him, right. that's a beautiful car that they dropped a big V8 in, right? Yep. Um, you're not going to want to drive that car every day. You're going to no. try to preserve it. Yep. Go drive the electric one as your daily driver. Right. And then you got that one for, you know, the car shows and the weekends and the cruising, right? That was that was right out of Jay Leno's mouth. He yeah. it really was at the press press event. It the was, guy that owns thousands of cars mm-hmm. that uh is is truly museums full of cars that mm-hmm. has rebuilt everything under the sun all the way back to Stanley Steamers. I mean, if there isn't a big I don't know of a bigger authority on, you know, t- sort of telling you where it's at, right? Right. That's why Jay Leno is at every show. He's at every Ford event. He was at the the um, the breakfast event the first day of the show. 
Um, yeah. I mean, again, Keith and I have said this over and over again on the show. We are not, we are pro automotive industry. We are pro cars, trucks, having fun, off-roading and all that stuff. But we're also noticing we're not anti-electrification and we're not anti-gasoline. But we're just noticing the trend that the manufacturers are going in. And electrification is part of it. And if you don't think so, then maybe you should have gone by the SEMA Electrified booth where they had on hand, what was it, like a Volkswagen or the thing was there. It was electrified. They had a, a old 60, 67 Bronco. Was that what that was? That I was think fully so, electrified. Yeah. yeah, I think so. Um, and then there was an old Land Cruiser, Toyota Land Cruiser, yep. that was fully electrified. That one, I that liked was pretty how awesome. they converted it. Uh, they it was put pretty cool. the They put the electric motors under the hood in the traditional spot where an engine would be. You know, that's not done in true electric vehicles. They, they have that front space open. Yep. And the motors are hidden. But the mm-hmm. reason they did it is they utilize the cooling provided by the front grill and and the you know the what would have historically been the radiator fan mm-hmm. to help cool it. So I think that right. I, I that appealed to me. I like that that design. Right. Um so we you, you're gonna see a theme here. Electrification, Broncos. And overlanding. You're going to see this theme. This is what we're going on. So we stopped by. We had, it's like our last day there. There was a couple of extra things that we wanted to do. And we'll get into one of them that that Keith and I had the opportunity to do. It was so fun. Uh, and I'm glad that, Keith, you, you, you had the opportunity to finally get in a Bronco. And we'll talk about that here in just a second. But we stopped by the Truck Hero booth. Um, and goodness gracious, man. Um, they're out of Ann Arbor, Michigan. They're basically a one-stop shop. Uh, they are an outlet for a lot of brand names, well-known brand names in the um, truck accessory market. And I just dropped the video this morning on that. You'll see a SEMA show truck accessory 2021, I think is the name of the video. But they're offering uh, exclusivity from specific brands to specific vehicles like the Bronco um, has its own dedicated um, brand uh, out there, as does Jeep, so they don't cross pollinate, if you will, or cross contaminate, if you will. So they don't. This brand doesn't offer Jeep stuff that's exclusive to Bronco. This brand doesn't offer Bronco stuff that's exclusive to Jeep. But some of the brands they had there were um, Bushwhacker, uh, Rugged Liner, Roadworks, Rolling Lock, Superlift, Stampede, uh, Tonneau Pro, Truxedo, Undercover, Retrax. Um, ARE, Alloy USA, Amp Research, Xtang, um, Backrack, Bedrug. I mean, the list is endless. So make sure you go to uh, truckhero.com. Check those guys out. Um, I'm sure they can fix you up. But they 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 offer stuff for suspension, um, exterior accessories. For example, the Bronco. Now, when the Bronco first came out, you, probably a lot of you saw the configuration out there where they showed it with. When you pull the normal doors off, the regular doors off, they had these doors that had like a hole in the middle of them to let air come through and stuff like that when you're out in the desert and, you know, off-roading in the Baja or whatever, in the Moab or whatever. Um, but I think because of uh, certain uh, NTSB, National Transportation Safety Administration stuff, 
they couldn't allow them to, to sell it uh, right off, and maybe they'll get that worked out. But these guys over at Truck Hero had an exclusive um, bar-type door, so you could take off your regular doors, put these babies on off-road, and you're ready to go. You get the, all that air flowing up through there, and it, it, it was pretty cool. And we, again, we dropped that video uh, just recently, so check it out at uh, youtube.com forward slash parts kind of gurus, and you'll see what we're talking about. That was pretty cool. I, I like that that booth. It had some neat stuff going on. Um, now, you, Keith, interviewed, and we haven't released this video yet, so guys, make sure you pay attention if you're subscribed. Make sure you've clicked that bell so you're notified when it comes out. But tell them about the iCamper um, spot that we did, man. Um, tell them. Why don't we show them? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I think it is... Oh. It, it will be out soon because I've got it done. Uh, I don't think it's in, in your in your court yet, Jay, but I think it's right. that one last step that we go through where it goes from me to you. I think that's that's yeah. all I have to do, and I think it's ready because I, I, I finished it yesterday. So, it's cool. Um, yeah, so iCamper uh, shows up to uh, SEMA, and... Um, they've got an all new line for the rooftop tents. They've expanded that line. They've improved on the existing models with some pretty cool things. Uh, Dave, if you're listening, I'm sorry. You're going to need to go out and buy a new mattress for, uh, the one that we helped you <laughs> install earlier this year, because the new mattresses are self-inflating and they're more comfortable and they're just way cooler. So, and right. they will offer an option to retrofit yours. Um, but they came out with a camp kitchen. That they, that they released on Kickstarter uh, at this point, as you're listening to this, probably a couple weeks ago, and it sold out in a couple hours. Um, and it is hybrid. It'll work on propane. It'll work on butane. It is a full fold down into a duffel bag style. It looks like it's uh, got some cast iron components. Yes, it does. Um, yeah. So what they were trying to do was they were trying to offer something to the Overland crowd and the RV crowd other than just a rooftop tent. Because not everybody buys a rooftop tent. There are people that are into, like, you know, RVs and that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. So they were clever in that aspect to diversify a little bit, and they came out with a new product. But their existing, what they're known for in those rooftop tents was also on full display. They had one that I've never seen a rooftop tent this big. I mean, it was just massive. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, so we did an interview with them. If you want to see that product, just make sure you're subscribed over on the YouTube side and it'll be coming out in the next day or two. And yeah, you'll get a look at it. Yeah, well, what was cool about some of the new designs, the 2022 model tents, um, some of the things that they've added and incorporated in those tents, and you'll see this in the video, um, they've added like draw blinds on the inside mm -hmm. where you can draw them, mm -hmm. you know, you can have blinds, you can draw them up, close them down. You know, just little... Yeah, nice they've upgraded the comforts. canvases and the zippers. Yeah, and, you know, yeah. yeah, they've done they've done a really good job of improving upon an already really good product. Mm -hmm. um, so, for those of you listening out there, if you have a I Camp Mini, um, they did say that they do have that inflatable mattress, like you just said, that that is available for those you know older um, versions. You know, it just occurred to me, but this is something we talked about with. Uh, I think it was. Uh, I can't remember his name. I think it was Damon. I might, I might be wrong there. Darren. Yeah. Devin. Devin. It was Devin. Uh, Devin. Devin. Um, yeah. Sorry, Devin, if you hear this. Uh, we interviewed a lot of people, but I, I do remember him. Um, but, you know, I guess two years ago, 
it would have been the first place that you go to look if you want a product is probably where like online like amazon right right and because of the supply chain issues now uh and i've done this on a couple different things uh you're going back to the manufacturer's website is almost a first first point to check uh because supply shortages have created the need you get you get them first from the manufacturer right so like mm-hmm. iCamper is no exception he was like well go to iCamper.com i mean we're gonna have them there first you know before rei gets them or any of the other outlets get them so that has driven uh traffic back back to the manufacturers so they can it's sort of a direct manufacturer outlet without the middleman right you know yes yeah, it's, it's it's great to see them grow yeah so and they're they're mo- they're on their like third location move in three years yep. and yeah it was cool yep yeah, it is cool, and that's it, one of the reasons I had reached out to these guys several times to try to get down to their their facility, but could never get any responses. And I think that they're just so busy, um, you know, and their growth is is exponential on their side as mm-hmm. well. So again, like Keith just said, they've moved through. Now they're in the process of moving to the newer location, right? And I asked Devin if I could come down, and he said, "Heck yeah, come on down. We got a showroom. We'll show you around." So that um, sounds to me like you need to, you know, that's a video waiting yeah. to happen. Right. Yeah, it absolutely is, and I'll probably grab our good friend Rothmeyer or either Dave. Winter months. Who we, yeah, or either Dave, who we installed a I Camp Mini, yeah, um, I Camper Mini on on his uh, Jeep. So yeah, um, but the, yeah, thank you, Devin, for that interview. That was great. Also, big thanks to uh, Dave Tucci. There's a lot of Daves in this conversation, but Dave yeah. Tucci at Tucci Hot Rods. That's uh, TuccihotRods.com. Uh, he we had an interview with him, and you can watch that video as well. He built this monster bronco and he put mat tracks on it man so it's like a snow machine it's yep. pretty incredible we talked to him about that and he also um customized a he built a um uh ford maverick uh slammed it man to the ground the new truck and knocked not it out the, the old part. the new truck car. yeah yeah right the old Which the old not the old it's a really good looking maverick right. it is and if you guys look i if if i if you're not looking for a monster truck and you're just looking for something that's going to be a good size they that quad cab fx4 lariat that we that we uh, shot a video on yeah it's pretty amazing the stuff Maverick, man. yeah yeah the Maverick. Camper and it's all. an all-wheel yeah. drive yeah all-wheel drive and it, to me it looked like what the ford ranger looked like sorry you know say I'm, I'm sure i'll get called out on this not the camper shell the truck topper the bed topper <laughs> the truck the, the the topper for for you snobs out there we we get these right. comments. It's like you you know you called it the wrong thing, and you know you try it, you try it. Right, <laughs> All right. right. Should we close with the uh, with the uh, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday? Yeah. Is that is that, that a good? Okay. So um, Ford out front. Okay, lot of stuff in this Ford out front event. Now we were presented with the option. So Ford occupied a huge portion of the parking lot, which is massive, out front of the convention center. And um, they had drifting. You could get into a Mustang. Jay's got some footage of that that's already out on our channel. Um, by the way, Sideshot said he enjoyed your narration. So apparently it was better than oh, you did he really? thought it was. Yeah. Um, okay. So well, thank, uh, thank you, you Sideshot. I appreciate of it. that. So uh, I, you know, I figured I'd tell you that. 
on air. Okay. Um, well, I'll try to get my Barry White. <laughs> I'll, I'll pull my inner Barry White. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So they had that. They had all kinds of merch. They had the F-150 Rocket League truck that we podcasted on months back. That thing. I'm glad you brought that up. I forgot about that. That thing was cool, yep. man. They had the uh, the Earth Roamer. Uh, that was, you know, Ford diesel F series pickup that they converted, which is huge. It was monster. That's unbelievable. We got inside of that yep. thing and all, just incredible. All kinds of stuff to look oh, at. Yes. Tell them about that. What is it running off of? Uh, the, the, the cooking and everything, the hot water heater off, oh, off okay, diesel. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So the truck is a diesel. It's built on the Ford diesel platform, the power stroke, I guess. Right. They're still calling them power strokes. Yes. Um, yes, they are. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. um, whatever they're calling them now, it's it's the Ford diesel. No, it's still a Power Stroke. It's just not Navistar. Okay, it's 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 Ford built. And so it's a yeah. You know, one of the things that your luxury RV motorhomes have gone to in recent years, and Sideshot and I have looked at these. Uh, it's fascinating. Is they use uh, like Aqua Hot is one of the name brands that they'll put in these big Class A's, and what it does is it circulates water through the floor to heat the coach mm -hmm. but you also use that same hot water to heat your storage bays to heat your water that you're taking showers with or you're washing dishes mm -hmm. with and it's diesel powered and it's a little burner that runs to heat the water it's a boiler system but because it's so energy efficient it runs off the same diesel tank that the engine runs off of but it uses almost no it's like it's like yeah. It's like it's at full capacity, it uses like a half yeah. gallon an hour. And you're never going to run it 24-7, yeah, right? No, not at all. It, it was it was pretty cool. The other cool thing was is how much solar. So, the, so what they did in this Earth Roamer is they completely removed the generator uh, from the picture. Yeah. You have solar panels on the roof. You have the diesel-powered uh, burners that heat your water and the coach and the, and the RV itself. And then you have lithium batteries. They've gone away from the deep cycle lead acids. And you run everything else off of that. So think These about it. Air packs, conditioning, yeah. 110 power, you know, AC power, hot water, everything, no generator. It's all powered alternatively, right. which is fan-freaking-tastic. Yes. And, you know, here's, here's the thing. So all of the energy and, and research and development into the technology for the battery side of the electrification of cars, mm -hmm. look look at it. Look what a byproduct of that is. This, yeah. So don't be don't be scared of batteries, man, because the technology and batteries, their storage capabilities, the ability to quickly recharge with a solar panel. Yep. Right. Yep. And to and and you know just those things are 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 really 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 improving that. Um, experience that you're going to have if you want to get they off. They have up their game in the RV industry. Yes, for sure. Um, it's amazing, man. So, so then we get to, and I'm very excited about this. You guys, we have a video that will be out very soon. Um, you know, at the beginning of this program, we talked about a Bronco video. We actually have two, that's two Bronco videos for the price of one. So the second one that will be out involves us taking a ride in a bronco but no, it's not just any ride is it jay no 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 in fact they had later that day and we'll get into that here in a minute there was a, a girl who got on the ride that got super freaked out because of you know some of some of the course was a little 
you know, it was a little, it was real. I mean, the point that Ford was trying to make was this. Look what we built. Look what we can do with it. We told you we, so. They pushed the limits of what they that thing could do with you in it. Uh, you know, water fording, climbing mountains, uh, ascent, descent, uh, something that's very competitive with Rivian's tank turn that isn't even available yet that you can get in the Bronco that I didn't know about. I mean, there's just, I could, right. I could go on, watch the video, make sure you're subscribed, and here is the icing on the cake. <laughs> yeah. We got to do this with someone that is a monster truck driver at the wheel. Todd, right. and stay tuned. We're not, yeah, we're not going to give oh, it away. I can't say just stay tuned. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, no, you want it? You want to? It's Todd. Le- Go ahead. It's Todd Leduc. Let's do it. Right? Is it Leduc? Todd Leduc. Yeah, Todd Leduc or Leduc? It it's Leduc, Todd, right? It's Leduc. Yeah. He just introduced himself to us at Todd, and we kind of did the math, and you know, we found out he was. I knew I liked this guy the minute I got in. You want to know why? Because what was what was what was on the, his playlist as we got in? Uh, Metallica. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Ride the lightning, man. Yes. He's not messing around. I was like, I, so we got no, to, no, no. we got to, this is the video that you're going to get to see with us hooping and hollering while an actual honest to God monster truck driver who, by the way, has won. He, he's a winner. He's a champion. He's a comp. He's yeah. a champion. Uh, yeah, he sure is. Driving yeah. us. Super cool and, guy. And having fun at our expense, uh, which was t- awesome. Yep. It really was. Had a blast with it. Um, I had, of course, had, had driven one on normal pavement and was so impressed with it and you had not gotten a ride in one and then for you to that your first experience inside of a bronco that be it it's like you can't top that unless you own one and you get to do it yourself yeah and i gotta be honest with you to come full circle and talking about the models at sema and you know how those typically get more clicks and all that Jay and right. I were talking in the line before we got on and, and we went, we're going to try to get the girl because there was a couple girls driving. Not because, you know, like f- for our benefit, but for our audience's benefit, because we felt right. like there would be more males that would watch the video. Boy, were we wrong. The one to get was Todd, right? Like there is yeah, no yeah, doubt it yeah. worked out the way it should have. Yeah, it did. Nothing against the other gals and guys that were driving, but he was he was. He was a really cool guy, man. I think that um, we 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 hit the jackpot when we got yep. him as our driver. But but look, overland driving, rock crawling, those sorts of things. This is a unisex sport, guys. I'm telling you, there are just as many women that are into this as there are men. And if you don't believe that, you go out there and you check the Instagram feeds, go to SEMA, and see who's driving these things. You'll see it. They are into it, man. Everybody's into it. It is captured. It has captured the the attention of just about everybody out there. I think people are finding more time to get off grid, more time to go overland, more time to go enjoy the great outdoors. And SEMA show absolutely represented it this year. I think so. Don't yeah. you? Yeah. So wow. I mean we there's more stuff that we could talk about. You but. guys are just gonna have to watch and subscribe. I mean, we've it's all coming out, and it's coming out pretty quickly. So don't yeah, waste time. Don't Get over there. Jay's probably about to tell you where over there is. Well, you tell them this time. They're oh boy. To me. Go ahead. Uh, okay, everybody. Um, let's see. Facebook.com forward slash parts counter gurus is our Facebook page. Jay's posting videos over there all the time. Over on the Instagram side, did, did you post any uh, SEMA shots on Instagram? 
I haven't yet, but I'm going to get them okay. out. I've been trying to get them out because Instagram has changed their platform a little bit. It's a little more cumbersome to get videos uploaded. And we'll have that side conversation later, but I will be getting some yep. stuff out there so you'll see it. Uh, so Instagram is uh, is the parts counter gurus. If you're on Instagram, you can find us there. And then on Twitter, it's at the counter show, all one word, at mm-hmm. the counter show, no spaces, right? And then, right. Uh, of course, our website, which if you've gotten to this podcast, you probably got to it through our website at partscounterguru.com. If you somehow ended up on this podcast in another way, know that you can go to that website, click on the podcast tab near the top left, and you can find uh, your podcast platform of choice. We're on pretty much all of them. And so if there's one that you like, whether it's Apple Podcast or Google Podcast or Spotify or Stitch or whatever, we're on all of them. Um, And uh, you can find us there. Over on the YouTube side, if you're listening to this podcast, and that's where the real meat and potatoes are, it's youtube.com forward slash parts counter gurus. Uh, and is that right, Jay? I, you're I, absolutely I, right. I'm, hey, man, you're, you're on roll. Is that right? Or right? I live oh, where? Oh. What's my birthday? <laughs> so <laughs> so uh, when are, when's our anniversary? Yeah, so it's youtube.com forward slash parts counter gurus. And I mean, like, we're honestly just go search SEMA and look for one of us. We'll probably be in the feed, but yep. uh, make sure you're subscribed there. Oh. Yep. And let me let me let me add this real quick for our, for our good friends down in Brazil, uh, Ray Salon guys, and especially Leonardo, who Leonardo is affiliated with the automotive industry. Um, when I first met him, I met him at SEMA, and so Leonardo, if you're listening, sir, my friend, it was a great show. I hope you get to come back, and if you can make it to the US, we will get you in as a parts counter guru. Don't you worry, sir. We will make you a well, crew. Well, he's member. already on the uh opening sequence, so it's not like it's that much of a stretch, right? I mean, technically he's already right. he's been the part of every almost every produced yeah. content we've ever done. So, you know, I could True. I could make the uh, you know, yeah. I could make him a, you know, he's pretty much official Mike. already. Yeah, Pim says hello too. By the way, um, now now we're into Jay's personal shoutouts. Okay, uh, <laughs> all right. Anything else? No, Anybody else you need to? No, I'm you done. know, Any sponsors? No, just oh, you, do we more, need to Ricky yeah. Bobby this for a second? Okay. One, no, 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 no. One more thing. <laughs> Thank you to Lake Speed Junior of Total Seal. Um, he has a podcast. It's the the Total Seal podcast. Go to his website uh, www.totalseal.com. Um, thank you for uh, having a moment with us. We chatted with him. We might be having him on our podcast, vice versa. I'll probably see him at PRI. We'll probably see him at PRI. So just kind of That might be stay. a good place to podcast. That's kind of what I was thinking. We'll, we'll Maybe see. Maybe from his booth. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. see what happens. So why don't you take us out, pal? All right, everybody. So uh, hope this has been as fun for you as it has been for us. If not, I don't care. Just make sure you subscribe. Um, so uh uh, jay have you watched have you watched ted lasso i haven't oh man i keep being told i've got to okay so if you're a sports fan of any caliber okay it doesn't matter the sport you Mm -hmm. will love this program it's not really a family friendly show but you don't really have young kids so i wouldn't worry about that but there is a very anyway. <laughs> there's a very wholesome aspect to it, which um, you will see. It is by far the best show on television that has been that has new show that has come out in the past two or three years by far. Yeah, no question. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's something in it for everybody. 
the interesting the character of Ted is so interesting that actual like professional coaches sort of see him as an inspiration. You know, you, you hear hmm. like actual yeah sports teams referencing him. Interesting. So there's a it's probably one of the best episodes of the show, and I'm not going to spoil it for you. But it's a fantastic scene, and it's Ted at his best, and he he recites a quote from Walt Whitman, and there's a little lesson in it, and I felt like this was fitting. Because of all the changes going on in the auto industry right now, the electrification being the big one that people like to complain about. They're, they're worried about where things are going. And I will parallel this to that Ted Lasso episode where Ted says his favorite Walt Whitman quote is, be curious, not judgmental. Oh, I like it. Yeah. So for my partner, Jay, over there, I'm Keith. Thank you guys for watching and subscribing. We'll see you next time. Hey everybody, coming up on today's podcast is the official SEMA Show 2021 wrap-up show for the day. That was easy for me to say, wasn't it, Keith? I've been, yes, would I, you like to start over? Yeah. Okay. And three. It's good. Hey, look at it this way, pal. You got that out of the way early in the reel, so mm-hmm. it's no big deal, right? right. You mess so, up in the middle of the show, some people are going to be getting their money back. Something tells me this is going to be a blooper <laughs> at the end of this thing. I know you. Three, t- two. Ah, wait, wait, wait. I, I, that was a horrible count in. Hang okay. on, hang on. <laughs> ah, okay. Are we having fun yet?